listening to the Singled Out Podcast with Becky, Brenda, and Maria. Three single gals living it up in the Midwest. We will tackle raw, real-life topics that people face no matter what stage of life we're in. Our goal is to shatter the stereotypes of being single and help you live your best life now. You're listening to Episode 7. We're so excited to have our superhero friends with the Wonder Warrior Project here with us. We chose to interview them because it's National Superhero Day, because it's the opening weekend of a huge superhero movie, but mainly for what they do in the community. They reach out, bring hope, and inspire everyone that they can be a superhero too. Let's start with introductions. I'm Brad, I'm Captain America. And I'm Heather, and I'm Wonder Woman. I'm Johnny, Black Panther. I'm John, I play Thor. I'm Brenda, I play myself. <laughs> <laughs> I play myself, because I'm awesome. I don't need a <laughs> Well, thanks you guys so much for being here. and Let's start, so you do these events and you go places, why did you pick superheroes? Since I was 17 years old, I've been told that I look like Linda Carter. I would go different places, and people would say that, and I would pretty much thank you and move on, not think much of it. And then uh, in June of last year, well, actually now it's June of the year before, I was sitting in a chair, and I felt like this eureka moment. And, you know, I don't have those very often, and I felt all of a sudden like I needed to to dress up as Wonder Woman and have the chance to get in to be with children in schools and hospitals and special needs events and things like that. And I thought that was the craziest thing I'd ever thought of. And I thought, well, I'm going to tell some people that I really trust and get their opinion and they're going to laugh and I'm going to say, well, that's funny. Let's not do that. <laughs> and even as I was telling some people, I thought they're going to think I'm nuts. And I told them, and they were giddy about it. They were like, this is the best thing ever, most exciting thing. And I thought, are you sure? I mean, I thought maybe I shouldn't do this. So then I started the journey of getting the outfit. And really, the main goal of dressing up as Wonder Woman is to have the chance to reach into areas that we wouldn't be able to reach into, to impact children, to impact teachers, impact workers, students, pastors, leaders, I mean, the whole gamut. There isn't, there isn't a group that is not impacted by superheroes. And if you're not, then you've lost your joy in life. <laughs> and so then as that progressed, I did that for a while until I met Black Panther. And I really respected him. I really thought highly of him. And he did not pay me to say that. <laughs> I'll take it. Although Thor, no, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> but uh, I, I knew him and respected him. And here was this Black Panther movie, and the realization that we had something that was very unique was that we weren't going to be just superheroes, but that we did look like superheroes. So he came on board, and been really, really wonderful having him. But I thought, you know, I need to add. One or two more at least, because it just looks like Wonder Woman and Black Panther on a date. Because <laughs> I was like, I had all these ideas, like we should drink coffee at the Picture coffee that. shop. I know, I know, I know. And uh, we would drink coffee at the coffee shop, and I thought, you know what, 
it'll look funny if it's just the two of us. But if it's three of us, it looks better. So then came in Captain, and Captain, you approached me, and Captain America, and so he approached me, and as he did, I thought, you know, what a great person, what a great attitude, what a great guy to be around kids, because this isn't, isn't just a group that was thrown together. This is also an important group of anointed individuals who really love kids and love people, and and so he was ready and getting his outfit. I don't want to say too much, so he could say whatever he wants to say too. And then Thor as well, and John. And so he, he's this wonderful Thor who not only is powerful and a really precious person, but he is quirky in his own special ways, and he makes all of our photos better because you think, <laughs> how is this going to turn out with him? <laughs> so it's been really joyful to see how the group has come together, but what we're doing together is important to reach and open doors that would not be available. Do you guys want to tell some stories about, like, maybe when you first started, mm-hmm. what your thoughts were? And... Um, I think, like, when I first started joining Wonder Woman, it was you couldn't really, like, predict how the events would go, you know, because there's, like, a lot of kids, <laughs> like, a lot. You kind of just go into it. Like, okay, we're just going to, you know, go see some kids and then, you know, you'll be good. But then, like, you do these events and it becomes very nostalgic very quickly. A couple of days afterwards, you remember, like, small little stories like a kid taking the lasso, <laughs> trying to rip your leg off, you know? <laughs> so you could be having a bad day and, like, you'll remember these little tiny stories. And you didn't think it would affect you that way, but it does. So you take these events with you throughout the week and the months and when you meet when you see just kids all all over the place you're like you know that could be you know actually I was at T-Mobile working and this little girl comes in and she like takes a double take when she sees me you know and then she goes I know you and I'm like do you (laughs) and it turns out that I had done an event two weeks prior and then we started talking about the event everything like that yeah you came to my school and everything like that so you just never know. You got to keep your guard up. You got to be aware of like who you are because, like I said, people remember you. And if you don't kind of like take care of like your image inward and outwardly, those people do get affected. You know, if you do something that's not symmetrical to, to, to that superhero character that they view you as. So that was a cool story at T-Mobile. I think it's neat that you get affected just as much as what you bring to the, the right. people and the kids. When I started... I'm I'm pretty introverted person, and I'm not fond of being touched, like physically. <laughs> and so when and you're the one that volunteered, or asked. <laughs> I did, I did. There's a reason for that. So when when I first put that costume on at an event, and all these people were swarming me, it was very overwhelming for me. But it was very good because it's always good to be stretched beyond your bounds be put into situations that you don't necessarily like for the good of something else. But I started it because I have a very big heart for special needs kids. I love special needs kids. I want to see them healed. I want to see them flourish and thrive. And so that was my reason for wanting to do this was to be able to, to speak life and goodness into special needs kids' lives. And we went to this Down Syndrome event. Oh, yeah. What was that called? It was the Step Up for Down Syndrome 5K. So we went there, and this 
girl came up to me. She had Down syndrome. She may have been 13, 14 years old. But just giddy, giddy to see Captain America there. And she was like, I'm your biggest fan. And I'm like, I'm your biggest fan. Yeah. And she was just, she was so giddy. She was speechless. And yeah. she ran off telling her, her family Captain America said he's my biggest fan, you know? <laughs> and it, it's it's just things like that that we get to do, and we get to influence lives in that in that positive way and bring people joy, no matter our own discomfort. So since I'm since I'm the newest here, all I have is news stories. <laughs> but there was a school that we went to when it was just me and Panther, and uh, Wonder Woman couldn't make it. The whole time when we're driving there, I'm thinking that we're going to, like it's an assembly, uh, you know, it, it's supposed to be a reading thing, right? And so we're supposed to read to kids, so I'm saying, okay, you read. <laughs> so we get there, and this this lady hands us, eats a, eats a sheet about where we're supposed to be, and I'm thinking... Wait, what? You want? I'm I'm gonna read by myself in front. I I've never done this before. I don't know how this works. Had three classrooms that day, and I think I got it by the third time. <laughs> and when you start having fun with the kids, and you realize that you remember that that's why you're there, it's 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 a very rewarding thing to be able to be a part of that. And so, what ended up to be a really big shocker ended up to be a very very rewarding afternoon. Do you guys have a favorite event that you've done? Tebow. Yeah. Tim Tebow prom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Night to Shine. Night to Shine, that's yeah. right. The Friday before Valentine's Day in February, uh, Tim Tebow Foundation puts on a Night to Shine with special needs where they get to walk down the red carpet and they all get crowned king or queen of the prom and food and music and dancing and karaoke. And, and even Brenda has done it two years, three years? Yeah, volunteered to be a buddy. Mm-hmm. So I, you get paired up with a VIP and you get to take them around to all the different stations and wherever they want to go. How many were there this year? Um, I think 500. And that one's all ages, so even though it's called prom, like it, it's not just for obviously high school age. Mm-hmm. That one was impactful to me because for one, it's a, it's a little bit larger event. But it's a lot more diverse from just the, you know, I, I love the fifth graders and I love the first graders and stuff like that. But to have, be in a special needs environment where it's all ages, it widens your influence that you have in your own mind to people that you can affect. Yes. And that was eye-opening to me. Um, I would say like a cool thing that happened at that event was I met like two people there because you meet a lot of people. I take pictures with them. And I like to give compliments. So there was like this gal, she's like probably 51, her name's Penny. And there's another gal that I met, her name's Serena. She's probably like, I'd say maybe 15, 16, um, both special needs. So I told Penny like, oh, I really like your pearls. And she messages me, this is probably like maybe a week after. And she sends me a big paragraph and there's some typos in there. But for the most part, it was her saying, man, I'm really happy that you liked my pearls, you know, and this is after the event. And then I remember Serena, they went to an event and they met her again. She just loves Black Panther. And I couldn't make that specific event. And she ends up messaging me um, saying, Black Panther, best guy. I told her we were best friends. So at prom, I told her we were best friends. She turns around, looks at her mom, and she just jumps up and down. Like, 
he just said we're best friends. <laughs> you know, so when she messages me on Facebook later, she's like, best friend, what's going on? So since then, her and I and me and Penny as well, we still communicate like on a weekly basis, mm-hmm. right? And I remember the reason why it's so impactful is because I posted this picture on Facebook yesterday, right? And I guess my face looked sad, which I didn't know. I just thought it was, you know, a cool picture. And both of them like messaged me in that picture and they were like concerned because they genuinely thought I was sad and they wanted to make sure I was okay mm-hmm. you know and we had like this small dialogue you know within that picture and I guess my point of that story is you genuinely become friends with these people yes. you know it's not like uh, it's a cool event like we're doing something for them no it, it, it is reciprocal because at the end of the day what if I really was sad how cool is it that these two people genuinely reached out and I didn't have to doubt for a second that they were just Asking that for, you know, just asking it. Mm-hmm. Like, with, with those two, like, if they say something to me, I know it's 100% genuine. That's right. You know, and I think that's why these events hit home. Because with special needs people, like, they are, that's what you get. Like, what they tell is what you get. And I got two new best friends, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> that's great. Heather had some action at the, at the prom, too. <laughs> action. 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 Tell us about your boyfriend. <laughs> he was awesome, by the way. He was, he was a great little guy. Yeah. He was great. And at the prom, he was telling everyone that Wonder Woman was his favorite. And he desperately wanted to give me a kiss. And attempted. And right on the lips... But thankfully, I was tall and I could turn my face enough <laughs> that I ended up probably with about 15 or 20 kisses on the cheek. Not a single superhero guy came to my aid. No one, right? No it was one, a great show. It was, <laughs> everybody was so excited. And at one point, I even turned around because he would, it wasn't like all at once. He'd, he'd do like five kisses and then we'd be wandering around the event and we'd see him again. He's like, this is the first time he'd ever seen me again. And he's like, I, don't you forget me. And he, I was like, listen, I have kisses everywhere on my face. <laughs> And there will be no forgetting you. He would he would find me, and then one time I, I was like, okay, okay, I gotta go. I gotta see other people, and I kind of untangled myself, and I turned around, and there was Thor and Black Panther just looking as happy as little clams. They were so excited. They were like, we have not seen Wonder Woman. <laughs> In a pickle like this ever, <laughs> and we are loving she it. Her. Yeah, we it's like, love she it. Get herself out of yeah. This yeah, right. <laughs> I tried to throw other women at him. It didn't work. It didn't work. I was like, "Did you guys see the superheroes go over here and see Thor?" Nope, didn't matter. Nope, did not matter whatsoever. I got Black Panther back at the end of the night with that one lady. She was the one girl. She was so excited. Just like, like literally jumping all over him. Yes. Well, practically wrapping her legs around. Yeah. <laughs> we have seen I quite said, a bit. There, there were legs. Go say goodbye. Like. <laughs> then she gave me her number. Yeah. I think I got his number. Let's oh, talk yes. about Let's talk about Panther. Let's talk about Panther. If you have a junior high girl. <laughs> this is not a this thing. Is another, this no, is another. This is a thing. thing. This, oh, this is a thing. Right. Babies get thrown at him. Yep, yep. <laughs> Just <does> like <laughs> every that, woman that with a baby happen. gives it to Black Panther. And every junior high girl always flocks over there. 
It's because Black Panther is on Netflix and they like the movie. No, they're, they all, they're all about you. And we're, we just laugh. We just look and smile. Let's talk about Captain America. He gets hot <laughs> after two seconds. <laughs> I'm like, it's 60 degrees in here. <laughs> look, don't try to divert it back. Yeah, 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 no. We're not Listen, I went with Black Panther to a school and it was a junior high school. Junior high. So imagine, I was like, I have That's never amazing. seen so many junior high girls light up like a Christmas tree. That's right. I was like, my God, I thought I needed protection. But here, nope, nope, I need to protect you, Black Panther. Most definitely. And it's I'm just going to sit back and watch. Yeah. So you are not getting any protection. I will not ever bail you out of that situation. <laughs> I will sit back and laugh. And we'll bring the myself. popcorn. Listen, they did that to me too, so. Right. But, you know, Black Panther's probably the number one eye candy we got. And that's not true. <laughs> oh, no, that's absolutely true. Oh, okay. That is absolutely right, true. Well, okay, Heather, tell me your story when you were in the elevator. Oh. What did they say to you? <laughs> oh, that is excellent. Yes, that's funny. Well, okay. So I was in a parking garage, which is kind of sketchy anyway. We're getting ready to go up the elevators. And the person that was with me forgot something in her car. So she left me. In that sketchy area. I was like, I'm fine, I'm fine. <laughs> and so people were getting on and off the elevators. So here I'm just standing there. Hi, welcome. Welcome to the elevator area. Welcome. Like, I mean, imagine you open the elevator door and there I am. I was standing there and the elevator door opens and literally the biggest black guy I have ever seen. I mean, he puts you to shame, Captain. I'm telling you, he was huge he was and he was so his shoulders like i'm surprised he came out of the elevator <laughs> i mean he was so big and he's and i just remember i was like hi i'm looking looking up at him and he goes my god and i was like oh, yeah <laughs> and he goes my god you're gangster gorgeous on wonder woman crack <laughs> Greatest compliment any woman could ever get. I was like, pardon? (laughs) Can you say that again? I'm not really sure I understood. And he said, you're gangster gorgeous on Wonder Woman crack. I thought, I'm going to get that on a t-shirt. I'm going to tell my husband. That's a legit compliment. I know. So I came home and I told John, my husband, about it. And I said, can you up that? And he's like, no, there's nothing. There's nothing. So I'm really thinking we, uh, you know, me and my helpers, we've got to have Gangster Gorgeous on Wonder Woman Crack t-shirt. We need t-shirts. So we were fast friends after that, even though he was huge and he scared me a little. Now we're like BFFs. gone to a place where you've had opposition in what you do with being superheroes? Do you ever go to events or just one walking down the road? Like three weeks ago? (laughs) Well, invited, no. I think honestly that you know, we did go to one where we were not invited and we were just going to be walking around and they didn't want us there and we're afraid we would charge them money or something. But the thing is, is that I I can't think of a single opposition that we've had. I think that sometimes what we do experience is that we walk into schools and we experience teachers who are tired. Mm-hmm. And it's not opposition to us, but we're, we're walking in and we're seeing kids and then you're seeing an adult who is 
been giving their life to this class and, and maybe in some struggles. And I think that we're there not just for those kids, but right. also for those teachers. And I mean, I think, you know, you especially because you've been there more, mm-hmm. you've seen that. Yeah. I think one of the cool things that the first event that we did, it was like a huge assembly. And they wanted both Wonder Woman and I to speak. So I let her go first, of course. <laughs> so I'm just shadow. And it was a learning experience for me because what she did is she asked the students to come up. And she asked the students, hey, who's your favorite teacher? And, you know, what's her super, uh, superpower? You could tell, you could see, like, the teachers, you know, lighting up because the kids, I guess they don't, they don't always get that affirmation, especially when you're doing something Monday through Friday. It can become mundane, and you can lose the original reason why you did it. Yeah. So when she did that, and all those kids were cheering for those teachers, it was almost like like life was coming back. Because yeah. they are tired, you know? Like, I think anybody that does something for a long period of time, day in and day out, you're going to lose what makes it peculiar and special. Yes. So going into these events, it's more than the kids, and it's more than us, but yeah, it's definitely... The teachers. If I had kids, I would want my teacher like on fire for you know what they do because my kids will be affected by them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was cool to be able to kind of go in there, have the kids remind them that hey, what you're doing is working. Right. Well, and that's what we want to do is we're going into a school to remind right. the teachers who they are, remind the principals, remind the staff workers, the janitors. Everyone in that school that they are important and what they have to say and do is important. And and likewise in a hospital going in and letting nurses and doctors know how important they are and that we get the chance to put on an outfit and be the encouragers, but the superheroes are those that are there day in and day out. And in the schools today, there is a lot of struggles and there's a lot that children are facing that they need a superhero to come in, that captain can come in. The child sees this huge man with this cool outfit and this shield and the child walks up, touches that shield and hears from him how they're important. Right. I mean, that, that child will forever be changed. They'll never forget that. They'll never feel like they're unimportant, like they had been. Like we've altered their lives and encouraged them, let them know they're special, that God cares about them, that we care about them, and that lives can, they can change the world, really. They can be anything they want. One thing I, I noticed that I was, I was really surprised by was we don't really, we, we haven't really seen opposition, but adults enjoy seeing us as much as the children do i mean the adults flock to us and want to get their pictures taken with us as much as the kids do if not more sometimes right so i mean what we do isn't limited to children or adults it's everybody it's everybody who loves superheroes and who doesn't love superheroes well and i'm gonna say it again because how much do you bench press 400 400 pounds how much do you weigh 250. How tall are you? 6'2". So we're talking about a big man, right? And he is walking in and loving on the smallest children, the people with the most needs, those that can't even bench press 10 pounds. I just, all of us, but let's just take a moment and talk about Captain America. Here he is, he's going in and he is an introvert becoming something he's not to help those kids. Yeah. 
and and I love it. Loves it. I mean, I think that all of us at times feel like, my gosh, I'm, I'm going to tear up or I'm going to lose it in this experience because it 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 comes back and touches us much more than than we realize. And I saw that with Black Panther too, mm-hmm. where we've been through so much together on this journey that most people never experience and just maybe we've gone to an event and then afterwards talking and saying those faces like I close my eyes at night and I see those faces and they're right there and it's this not just doing this because I think it's cool to dress up as Wonder Woman or you guys dress up it's that there's an urgency for life Thanks for tuning in to this episode. Check back next week for part two of our chat with the superheroes. Come socialize with us on Facebook and Instagram or email us at thesingledoubtpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, friends, remember you can be a superhero too.